spoke a little bit about temptation, you know, and what comes with that, you know, and how we've all experienced or dealt with it in some kind of way. And, um, you know, the way um, the tools that um, the Lord has, has provided us to kind of combat those feelings, those thoughts, um, those behaviors to, you know, go down a better direction. And part of that um, or part of those tools is prayer. I think a lot of us kind of use prayer um, for different things. Prayer is pretty much just a conversation with God, as Corinne put it, um, or have you always put it? It's just like a conversation, like you really want to be informal, but there is some kind of stigma where you feel like- I don't know if it's informal as much as authentic, not to like- yeah tell you what you're trying to say but I feel no, like, no. It's like I mean I think both can be true still um, want to show like respect and reverence but like sure. it can be how you would speak to your friends that you respect and like you know right yeah in that you know you want to make sure that you're not putting anyone off by saying like your prayers have to sound like this you know a lot of people are like well I can't pray because I don't sound like those people who are praying you know and if you are starting somewhere like it is like an informal conversation like calling on god and like asking you know and sometimes it's not even even you don't even speak when you're i mean some situations just calling on his name is a prayer because you know there are times where it's just like you don't have the words to say or you don't you don't have the emotion or the mental capacity to, to say those things but you know, God knows our heart. And, you know, if we have the words to say, we say them. And if we don't, we, you know, just call it his name. And like, you know, I have been on my, been to need plenty of times and not said a word, <laughs> you know, um, but I know that, you know, my prayers are heard and, you know, that they have been answered, you know, it's a, it's a feeling, you know, but a lot of the stigma is, you know, oh, how do I pray? Like, what do prayers, what are prayers supposed to sound like? Um, but I would love to hear like from each of you, like how you like typically pray or like where your foundation of prayer began and like how you've gotten like a rhythm down, so to speak of like how to talk to God. Yeah. Um, well, uh, I just want to say I'm one of those people that you mentioned that, you know, gets a little prayer shy when they are publicly praying for sure. Mm -hmm. Um, which is something I'm trying to work on because, when it's just me and God at home, I am just praying it up. Like I have no, you know, like I have, I'm not, because I'm not worried about what others think. And even in just saying it right now, I'm like, yeah, and you should not be worried about what others think, but it's just something that for me, um, I haven't quite gotten used to that. Um, so it is something that's still, affects me when I am praying in front of others. Um, whereas at home, you know, I'm just, I'm comfortable. It's just me talking to my father and, you know, he knows me and I know that he knows me. So, you know, it's just me being raw and real and authentic, like you said, Corinne. Um, but for me, praying started um, kind of at a young age, um, just seeing my dad pray 
um, you know, or my mom sometimes. Um, but as we got older, my dad, he still does it to this day. And I definitely feel different about it. But when we were younger, when we would get ready to eat, um, he would randomly like pop on us like, oh, we're going to have everyone go around and say something <laughs> for me. And like my step siblings would just be there like looking at him like, what? <laughs> and then we would all go around the table, you know, and I feel like when we were younger, we tried to pray how we thought and how we had seen other or heard others, you know? And so it was a lot of excess words, a lot of like repeat phrases that we probably had no idea really what it meant, but we just heard it in the church growing up from our parents. And um, so being older now, I realize I'm like, oh, that was, you know, what, what might've seemed uncomfortable then. I mean, I'm still struggling a little bit, but I see what my dad was trying to do. He was trying to get us comfortable with praying aloud, you know? Um, and actually a scripture that I thought of, uh, well, that came to mind when we were talking about this being, um, our subject today was it comes from Matthew chapter six, verse seven. Um, and it says, when you pray, don't babble on and on as the Gentiles do. They think their prayers are answered merely by repeating their words again and again. And actually I have verses eight through 13 on there as well, but I wanted to focus on just that verse right now because I think a lot of times um, people feel, and I've, I've witnessed this with people that have been in the church their whole lives, you know, that are very comfortable publicly praying, but sometimes I do feel, I question the authenticity of the prayer because it does seem that they are just saying a lot of words. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I feel like there's a little bit of a competition in prayer. Like when people pray to kind of outdo each other, I have noticed Challenge. that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> I've seen it. I, I know it's probably like a little maybe taboo to bring up, but I've definitely noticed it. I feel like because we maybe a lot of us to a certain degree are still worried about what other people think like mm. even if you're comfortable praying you're still I feel like when you are just going on and on and it's not giving an authentic like you can pray a long time of course right. but I mean, I've I've prayed there's been times I prayed and I was just like whoa the time really passed right it's not about the length it's more so about the material and mm-hmm. sometimes I feel I I can hear in certain prayers that it's like we just saying like are we just saying things to like yeah. keep it like going? the focus is not truly on that connection it's just about like f- adding some fluff to it what what sounds good mm-hmm. exactly yeah. exactly so um that that verse stuck out to me because it says in the bible um you know like um and i believe jesus said this and he, he was just saying that like you don't have to, you don't have to do all that, right? You don't have to keep yeah. repeating. For you. you don't have to just go on and on. Like that's basically not doing anything for you, mm-hmm. you know? 
Yeah, um, I'm honestly so glad you brought that verse up because I have always interpreted it and I don't know what version I had read in the past, but and, or maybe there's a separate verse that says something similar to this, but it was like, don't pray in like repetitive forms like the heathens do. And so I had this whole moment because like every morning I would like stand up in a power pose and like pray the same thing, like thank you, like, and then go through some other like items but it started out the same like I say the same thing before a meal and Mm. I was like oh my gosh I'm a heathen like I'm praying the same thing so I'm glad that you have like re (laughs) actually read it I need to like check the word and like not just trust my memory of something um but yeah keep going (laughs) well I well to touch on that and it's interesting and I could be wrong so please feel free to jump in either one of you um but I feel like it's not necessarily so much of repeating the prayer as much as like, or how are you repeating it? Like, if you're repeating this prayer to God, but it's coming genuinely from your heart, you know, like you are really in tune with this prayer every time Mm -hmm. you say it. I think that that's okay. Yeah, that's what I was going to go ahead. Just going to say, okay, because in verse nine, it says, for us to, it says, pray like this in Matthew chapter six, verse nine, it says, pray like this, our father in heaven, may your name be kept holy. It goes through like the Lord's prayer. Yeah. And yeah. I always interpreted that to mean as like, oh, well, he, they basically say like, this is what we're supposed, this is how you pray. Like, this is what you're supposed to pray. Mm-hmm. And you can really say that prayer anytime you pray. And that's in repetition. I think it's when you start mindlessly praying and you just mm-hmm. like you know, like oh thank you god every day but like that that's your set routine but you're not really intentional behind it you're just on auto replay with it yeah. i think that's more so where that the repetition comes in yeah. that they they don't want you to do yeah okay. thank you for clarifying that because that was something you know for me like growing up i was in a i started i mean i was born in church so like i grew up in church and then i went to a private Christian Academy school where, you know, we would have, um, we would have chapel and we would have to pray in class, like, and it would be that kind of group prayer. So we would say that our father with art in heaven, cause that's, that's what the disciples teach us, how you taught your disciples how to pray. And that was the Lord's prayer. And we would do that. And then we would, um, we would memorize scriptures for scripture. It was like, a, we had tests every every Friday for like scripture memorization and stuff like that. Um, and like at lunchtime, we would have our lunch prayer. So we would say that every single day. And, it, and even at home, like we still say that, like when, you know, we pray for dinners, we'll say the same prayer. And like you were saying, like, it's not like the repetitiveness or like how often you say it because the words are true regardless. It's just making sure that there's intentionality behind it. And like, it's not just something that you're rambling off because it's a habit or like, you know, repetition, like, Mm -hmm. oh, we always say this. And I have to be mindful of that too, because I'm like, did I really pray for that meal? You know, did I really pray over my food, (laughs) you know, or was I just like, you know, ready to eat, you know, because sometimes you just be ready to go and just, you know, need things to happen. And it's not like really a thoughtful, like mindful, like you're not really being intentional about the Mm -hmm. prayer. And on top of that, my dad used to take me and my brother to push, which is um, pray until something happens every Wednesday, where we would just pray the whole time we were there. 
and this was like an hour, hour and a half long meeting. I don't know if it was a meeting. It was just prayer, really. And like, yeah, no. And for like two young kids, you know, it's just because we're not praying like the older people are praying. So me and my brother are just like, you know, engaging and listening. And like, you know, I could sing some of because these are old Christian folk, old Baptist Christian folk, and they would sing in their prayers, like very old, um, old hymns that you would hear, you know, years ago, you know, decades ago. Um, and it was just so funny that like, I still remember those songs, but like hearing their prayers, it was just like, very, like, I don't know. It was just very different. It was, everyone had something different to say, but they were all saying the same thing. Cause they weren't praying individually for their, for their families. You know how we have, um, Bible study prayer requests, prayer requests. It wasn't anything like that. Um, but it's still, you can still tell like each of them meant what they were saying in a different way. Um, but like you said, sometimes there are instances where people are just, you know, praying just to pray, you know, not praying just to pray, but praying, you know, to hear their own voice and like, just be like, oh, this sounds good. This, you know, this is what other people say, you know, with no intention behind it. Like, you know what I'm saying? So that was, that was a really good point. Like, especially with hearing it so much, you know, I want to make sure that I'm, um, I'm being genuine and not just repeating stuff and, you know, making sure it just sounds good just to sound good. Mm-hmm. It's like you're reading off a script, you know, right. like, Definitely, it's important to make prayer a habit, but you don't want to, in making it a habit, you don't want to forget the, you don't want it to just be like something you check off a to-do list, right? Mm -hmm. Like, want to be intentional about every conversation that you have with God, Mm -hmm. because he can tell if you're not, you know? Yeah. So he's like, what are you even coming to me with this for? (laughs) Yeah. And there's no, there's no problem, you know, with writing your prayers down. It's just making sure it's not like, this is, this is how it's scripted out like this, like this, like this, like this, you know, but like I've written down my prayers, like, because I want to make sure that I'm like remembering what I've asked for and like being Mm -hmm. very intentional with like bringing it up. Like, Lord, you told me to come to come to you with my my wants and I always want to make sure because like in my prayer I know that even when I do say what I want you know that's like towards the end of my prayer like I try to push my wants or desires down at the bottom Um, I always want to make sure that it's aligned with his will because anything you say you could just be like oh I want a brand new car but is that in God's will like is that in his plan like what are what are what are your um what is your lifestyle like that is going to like, um, I don't know if you're there were associate pastor, Tony was talking about, he didn't have a car and all of a sudden this guy blessed him with a car mm-hmm. right there that Sunday. It was just like, are you praying because you just want a new car just because your, you know, coworker has a new car or like, do you really need a new car? Like, what is the, mm-hmm. what is the, what's the intention behind it? Like what's exactly. the motive for your prayer? Exactly. Cause that's a lot like, I don't want to say God's not going to answer your prayer because he could answer your prayer. And Mm -hmm. that prayer could show you why you didn't need that new car. You know what I'm saying? Because God will sometimes give you what you want to show, to prove a lesson, to give you a lesson. Yes, he will. (laughs) Many times that's how. I was like, I didn't need it, Lord. I knew it. I knew I didn't need it. (laughs) Yep. So it's, 
Yeah, I, I mean, I just, there is so much power in prayer though. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, I think sometimes we forget that, you know, because you can pray for things um, consistently for years and it can seem like nothing's happening. Yeah. You know, but um, there's always power in prayer as long as you are being intentional about it. And as long as you are asking for, you know, God's will to be done. Right. There is power in prayer and just talking to God. I mean, he's our father. So it's right. like, you know, you talk to your parents, like you, you know, I talk to my parents almost every, I talk to my mom, like almost every day. I talk to my dad, you know, like every other day, sometimes mm -hmm. it's, you know, some days in between, but it's pretty regular that I talk yeah. to them and, you know, God is our father too. So it's like, he's over here, like, you know, where are you guys? <laughs> you know, yeah. when I have communication with you, um, I'm just getting to the point now where I'm like, I'm realizing how much I need to talk to him during the day. You know, like it's definitely becoming a dependent relationship. Um, whereas before it would be like very much like in the morning, I say my grace throughout the day oh. and then at night sometimes, you know? Mm -hmm. um, and I thought that that was, I thought I was doing what I was supposed to do, right? But um, just in getting older and life happening and me just like leaning on God more and trusting, trusting in him more and just really trying to put my life in his hands. I realized like, no, it's not just like a morning evening type of mm -hmm. thing. It's not even like a morning lunchtime type of thing. You know, it's like God wants us to come to him before every decision that we make. And it's like, you have to think about how many decisions do you make during a day? Mm -hmm. like, how many, how many chances are there for us to just go with what we want to do instead of asking God what it is he wants us to do, you know? Yeah. So it's definitely, um, it's definitely something I'm still working on, you know, because I really, you really have to train yourself to it, especially mm -hmm. if you've been kind of trying to do it on your own for so yeah. long. Um, it definitely becomes a, you have to like remind yourself like, okay, wait, before I do this, like, okay, God, you know, like, what do you want me to do? Is this what you want me to do? Like, give yeah. me a sign, you know, talk to me, whatever. So it's definitely something that I am working on. I don't know how, what do you guys, what do you guys think about this? Oh yeah, definitely something that like, I would agree. I feel like I was an overthinker. I felt like I needed to be super prescriptive and like when I was praying and like, it was these certain times of day and that was fine. But then like, I struggled because first Thessalonians 517 pray without ceasing. I'm like, that is an impossible ask. Like, how am I supposed to throughout the day be praying? Like, that's not realistic. And then I feel like I like changed my approach to prayer. And that's like, I know we've shared or talked about a little last week, like, I call God Papa G. Like, I have a very informal approach. And like, it is as if I am chatting with a friend throughout the day. It, like, don't feel mm -hmm. like I need to have as formal necessarily of like an intro and an ending to every single prayer. And then I'm just like, okay, hey, me again, like straight up. That is what I do regularly. Mm -hmm. I'm That's just like, good. and then it yeah. makes me laugh, but it also makes me recognize, oh yeah, I'm like grateful for 
grateful for you. Like, I'm glad you're there because like, what yeah. would I be doing right now? And then it mm-hmm. just adds another layer of like gratitude to my prayer. I feel like, Definitely. but it's still something that I'm working on for sure. Like that. Hey, it's me. Life, <laughs> life gets you and you're like, oh, why? And then you look back and you're like, why didn't I just go to God first? Like, right. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yes. That has happened. And I'm like, you know, you just wasted all this time and effort mm-hmm. and energy. And if you had it just gone to God first, because you were going to go to him eventually. Yeah. What happened when you did? Everything became clear. You could have done that before. Like we do a lot yeah. of unnecessary things <laughs> because we just don't got to go to God first. So yeah. mm-hmm. take the long way around. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's really important for you to like have faith that those prayers will be answered and it's not always the answer that you're going to be looking for but or on your timeline like (laughs) right exactly because like god's god doesn't work in you know time periods god gives you things when the you know when it's right you know and we because we're humans we very much so operate on like it's been five years you know like come on like what's going on and it's just not you know it's not the time it's not the you know when god has called for whatever you know you've asked for to happen um if at all so it's just very important that you still remain you still remain faithful because it's really every time i think about being a being faithful and like remaining in that uh patience of waiting um i think about abraham and sarah where they wanted children and they waited so long yes. to have children. And it was it was the the I want to say the lack of faith that kind of deterred um because it put them on a different path. Um, mm-hmm. but God is still faithful, you know, regardless of like our our how we, our detours. Yeah, <laughs> of our detours. Thank we you. We think what's best, like yeah. Thank you for taking it out of my mouth. I'm sorry. Um, I need to stop. No, no, because I was looking for it and you found it. So appreciate it. Um, but yeah, we we so often just do what we want to do sometimes. We're tired of waiting. We're like, hey, like maybe if I help God out a little bit, it'll be better for me. And it never is. Um, never. And like you would, you would think you would learn. You will learn, you know, and get it. But it's the flesh that kind of pulls us in that direction which is why we really have to keep that faith um, and what God says and like how he's at, how he's asked us to, you know, proceed with praying and remaining patient and faithful. Um, I was looking up uh, scriptures for this particular segment and um, in Mark eleven twenty four, 24, uh, God was saying, uh, therefore, I tell you, whatever you ask in prayer, um, believe that you have received it and it will be yours. So that part of being faithful, just kind of claiming that prayer and just being very intentional with like knowing that God will work in his time and in his way, you know, it may not be the way that you thought it would happen, but you know, it was the best way in that situation. You know, things don't really come in the packages that we're expecting. Like sometimes we're like, Oh, I'm going to get this huge package, but God's like, you only need this little box and that'll be sufficient enough. And Mm -hmm. it is, it always is, you know, you're never wanting for more, and you're never like, oh, that wasn't enough. You know what I'm saying? So that's been a big, big learning lesson for me, remaining, remaining faithful in that. 
yeah like prayer without faith is like fire without heat you need that like to be its full full power that was good that was good that was good um that verse that you actually brought up reminds me of um I don't know if you ever watched Real Housewives of Atlanta, <laughs> but when it first started um, and Kim was on it, mm-hmm. she used to always say, ask, believe, and receive, right? Mm-hmm. And I, when she was saying it, I didn't even like really, I didn't put two and two together what she was referring to, if that's what she was referring to or not, but that's what that was. You can make it that. <laughs> yeah, that's what I am going to. So Kim, I'm making it that if you're watching. <laughs> um but yeah it's totally it's the truth right if you believe in what you're calling god for and asking um for it then he will you'll get it but it also links to um what was it It's psalms i was thinking of this while you were talking psalms 37 4 um take delight in the lord and he will give you your heart's desires Mm -hmm. that the reason why I feel like that kind of goes hand in hand for me, that verse, I had that verse so wrong for the longest time. Cause I was like, okay. Um, you know, like if I believe in God, he's going to give me whatever I want. Like if I trust in him, he's going to give me whatever I want. And that's mm-hmm. not what that is. You know, what that's saying is basically like, okay, take delight in the Lord, trust in the Lord, believe in the Lord. And gradually, like what he wants for you will become your heart's desires. And then yes. he's going to give. Yes. Right? He's not going to just give you what you want. Right. Mm-hmm. And so I'd be so like frustrated when I'd be praying about stuff and stuff wouldn't happen. And I was just like, but you said he would give me my heart's <laughs> desires. And this is what my heart desires. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, he was probably looking at me like, but that's not what my heart desires for you. So <laughs> we're not aligned try. right now. Right. <laughs> Right. Not going to give that to you. (laughs) Um, But I just feel like that's one of those verses that has been, I've also heard it, you know, used to benefit, you know, just for us to benefit from it. And it's like, yeah, but that's not the, that's not the deep, that's not the real intention of that verse. And, you know, it's, it's once we start getting deeper in our faith and fully trusting God, our, our desires will align with his. And once our desires align with his, he will give us whatever we want. Right. 100%. 100%. Um, and just to kind of like circle back at like for the kind of format as far as like prayer and stuff, um, they, they always want to, they always emphasize when I started praying, um, well, you hear it a lot in Jesus name. And I was like, wondered like, why, why are we finishing like this? Like, why can't you just say amen? You know? Um, and I learned that because, you know, Jesus died for our sins. He has paid the price and his blood like has anointed us. So like our prayers without that ending is just kind of like, an envelope you send for UPS, but you don't put a stamp on it. It's just kind of mm-hmm. like you put it in the mail, but there's no direction. There's it's, it hasn't mm-hmm. been paid for yet. Okay. It it hasn't <laughs> been paid for yet. You see where I'm going here? I love but that. Jesus paid it all for us <laughs> by dying on the cross and shedding his blood and rising again for our sins and like that salvation is that stamp 
and we're able to, you know, send it off and it get to the right person. Um, I'm just so happy that came about. What? I'm writing that down. I'm about to tell someone that. <laughs> no, because literally like God will just give you, God will just drop you some gems that you didn't know were there. And it's just so <laughs> he does that because I'm like, Lord, you'd be working. This has happened so many times in my life. And like uh, one other instance was like that math test that I couldn't pass in the college and I thought I was going to get kicked out. Those are the one of the the times where it just, you know, the, the wisdom that God has provided just kind of, it comes when it needs to come. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But as I was saying, you know, that's the reason why they kind of seal it off, you know, with the in Jesus name, um, which didn't make any sense to me. I, I promise you when we were praying, I was just like, it says just say amen. But it doesn't, you know, if you go through the Lord's prayer, there is that, you know, if you are going to do a format, you got to seal it off with that. You know, you got to make sure that you, you know, use the blueprint. Yeah. Use the blueprint. See, appreciate you. Love you. The blueprint and the stamp. (laughs) Yes. All the things. Stick it. Wait, what is that song? There's a song like that. I don't know. Never mind. Cut that out. Signs still deliver. That's what I was looking for. I was okay. looking for the Obama song. Signs still deliver. Yeah. Yes. I know we're getting it. Somebody That's else. Oh. <laughs> it's okay. Um. <laughs> Sorry. Take me out of the group, guys. <laughs> Is this when like some random music would play and I'm like, do you need to take a pause? A pause? No, no, no. It was good. It was good. But um yeah. Um, does anyone else have any comments or experiences they like to share in prayer? I feel like I could keep talking about this. Um, but I or if we're on the verge of ending, I will no, throw I want to, I want a to different viewpoint of prayer than like our traditional thought. And I think it's really interesting because it comes from the author of the Message Bible, which mm-hmm. I find to be a very like accessible version of the Bible. And I also think it's interesting to identify verses that haven't changed like from the Message version and like previous versions because I feel like those are like the ones we really need to hone in on regardless he basically I think he wrote a book but I heard a podcast that he spoke on called answering God and he has this view that prayers are all like basically goes through the psalms and it's all about giving thanks and praise and just like reaching out and answering God like being grateful for all that he has given to us um Mm -hmm. And I think it's just a different way than we like typically think about it. But I also think we can be shy to ask for things because we feel maybe greedy or like this is not a huge issue. And like, why should I care about like this little job when there are huge like nationwide issues going on, things like that. Um, But it like, I don't know, brought up the basically we're not able to give praise unless we ask for specific things that God can provide for us. And then we can like, be able to see those things happen and like provide that true authentic praise. So you kind of have to ask to be able to fully worship. I love that because um, honestly, that's something I have discovered, um, you know, in recent years too, like you, 
need to get specific with your prayers. I feel like I gave a lot of like generalized, like vague prayers. And it wasn't until I started getting like super specific and detailed that I feel like I really started seeing things happen. Um, so I, I feel like that was a big uh, game changer in my prayer life for sure. Just 100%. Kind of I had like, I had some general prayers that were answered, just not in the way that I had envisioned. And that. if I had been more specific then, but now I'm like, oh, all right. Thank you for that lesson and mm-hmm. note. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, a hundred percent. That's exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and I didn't even think about it as a lesson, <laughs> but yeah. yeah. Got it. Okay. Thank you for providing that. Not how I thought, but like, that's it. Fit your plan. So yeah, the power of prayer. It is. Um, another scripture I had was uh, Philippians 4, 6. And um, everything I'm reading is coming also from the NLT version, just so FYI, because um, I super relate to that version. I often like will check with different um, versions, but the one that I like keep coming back to is NLT. I do like the amplified version too, because mm-hmm. I feel like it, it gives a deeper like explanation sometimes um, into the verses, but this one comes from NLT. Um So it says, don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank him for all he has done. And I kind of feel like that's like a quick blueprint for prayer, right? So don't worry about it. Pray about it. Tell him what you need and thank him for what he's done. Mm -hmm. You know, like that is prayer in an outline pretty much. Um, So I really like that. And we talked about this last week, but if you're the type that needs an acronym, pray, <laughs> praise, repent, ask, yield. And I think that okay. yield is really like have faith and yes. trust what's coming next because you're aligned with God's will or your request is. Mm-hmm. Amen. I love that. The weight is necessary, right? If we got everything, um, and sometimes sometimes it does happen where things just come instantly right? It's whatever God wants to do. But if we always got everything we wanted instantly, I don't know what that would do to our faith, right? Yeah. But that might also be the cause for why people are like iffy about their like faith and prayer too, because they're so used to getting instant gratification from like social media and like just about anything, Instacart, like all the things it's, everything's right at your fingertips. And like, Mm -hmm. That's something you feel like, oh, that's not accessible to me right now. Mm -hmm. Like I prayed about it twice and you haven't made it happen yet. So let me go do my own thing, you know? Or sometimes she's up there laughing like, ha 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 ha, see you in five years. (laughs) (laughs) No, really. Because it's, because sometimes we will pray consistently, but we also, and we're like, why isn't it happening? Why isn't it happening? But it's like, we do need to, check what we're doing outside of that so we might be praying to God consistently about something for years but then we also our actions that we're doing outside of that prayer might be what's delaying us you know and so it to us we take it as like oh God you're taking forever and he's like oh 
you're still doing what you want to do. So I'm yeah. going to hold off and wait for you to break stop. some patterns. So maybe repurpose yeah. that prayer and like figure out how your actions can better align. Like, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Need to reflect a little more. <laughs> a lot of times I feel like he's just sitting up there like, I'm waiting on you. <laughs> it's right here. I want it in my hands. I want to give it to you. And I'm just sitting here waiting for you. You missed that turn. You missed yeah. that turn. Yeah. You're going to miss the next one. Eventually, I'm just going to force you, but. No, for right. sure. No, I definitely feel like I'm still, and I, I'll, I'll, I'll knowingly do that. Like, this is not where I'm supposed to be going, but this time. So like, you know, you want a six pack, you want to be healthier, but are you doing the things that will align to those things? Like, God, help me have a six pack, Lord, give me health and wealth, you know, but you're not, you know, you're not following, you know, just reasonable ways to get those things. Like, you know, you're still eating bad. You're not working out or being active. You know, a lot of things that you can do on your own prayer. Um, what is it? Um, Praying without action is just, what is it? What is it? Action oh. without prayer. Oh, Lord Jesus. I thought, isn't it faith without works? It's dead. Amen, Jessica. We got it. Faith <laughs> without works is dead. Lord, we, we are. I knew what we were trying to say. <laughs> right. He knew. Uh, faith without works is dead. So like the works will need to be reflected in your prayers. And, you know, even then, like God will say, not now, you're not ready yet, you know, and having faith and the whole idea of salvation is that it's not a sprint, it's a marathon. And there will be times where you will be, you know, running and you're like, where's the finish line? And it's like, not here yet. You know, you still have a ways to go. And, you know, um, that's where a lot of the disappointment comes in is when you're thinking it's a sprint, we're just doing a hundred yard dash and that's it, you know, thought I'd be there already, you know? Um, but it's not all, it's not all lined up to, like we were saying in your time, it's in God's mm -hmm. time. You always have to keep that in mind and not be so disappointed when things don't come when you expect them to come and the years may go by and they still might not come, you know, but there is a reason behind it. And, um, I trust that the Lord knows best for me because he has before, you know, known, known, you know, what's best and how I should move and definitely corrected me when I needed it, you know, so. That's why he's Papa G. <laughs> so one you can adopt it if you want. I, I think I am. Oh. <laughs> Didn't know it was trademarked. <laughs> Sharing, it's not. <laughs> cool anything else um you know I think just I think as long as you are talking to God and you are just telling him what's on your heart that that is the most important part of prayer because at the end of the day God knows who we are anyways mm -hmm. so there's no point and trying to come to him a different way than however you are, because he already knows who you are. He knows what you're thinking. He knows your thoughts. He knew us. He knew us when we were in our mother's womb, right? He knew mm -hmm. already all the days of our lives were already planned. So he knows who our authentic self is. 
So it, we're only shortchanging ourselves when we come to him any other way than who we truly are, right? He just wants us to, he wants us to come to him because that's, that is, that's a way of bonding, right? That's relationship right there. Mm -hmm. And the more we come to him shows how much we depend on that relationship because we do need to be dependent on him. So I think, I think, I know that we originally thought about this topic because we were talking about why it seems like such a struggle to pray in public. Yeah. And I think that I know it's easier said than done, but I think if we just remember why we're doing it and who we're actually talking to, it does not matter, I guess, what other people say, because that's not, that's not who we're praying to, you know, we're praying 100%. about. Yeah. Yeah. I think you hit that right on. Yeah. Don't care about like the people listening, like focus on actually making that connection with him and like allow your words to show that. Exactly. But yes, yeah. easier said than done. You know, just like those little instances where you're able to, you know, pray in like smaller groups like these. I was it thinking about it though, but mm -hmm. like I prayed at my dad's funeral, which was like a lot of people yeah, and didn't think twice about it. And it oh was like gosh. not a religious thing, but it was like something I needed to do. And it was like, but this makes me so much more uncomfortable, not uncomfortable, but just like, I don't know. Mm -hmm. but yeah, working on it, just staying authentic. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Do you think sometimes it, the difference is like, I mean, I don't know what, like, who was at your dad's funeral, but do you think that it starts feeling more intimidating when you're around other believers? Maybe. Like, yeah, because I honestly mm -hmm. don't know, like, what the majority, but yeah, I'd say that probably rings true. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think for me, just to be completely honest, sometimes it's been like, um, especially when I'm around other believers, which is so wild, this thought process, but it's like, sometimes I'm like, I'm not going to see, like, they're going to seem like they're, I'm not going to seem like I'm as far in my faith as they mm. are, like, based on my prayer. And, um, you know, that's, that's a very vulnerable thing to say, but it's also a very silly thought. But I suspect that a lot of people also think that, Yeah, you know, like, we're comparing our faith walks through prayer. And that's yeah. not at all what it's supposed to be about. Right? No. Right. Because there's some people that know scriptures and can pray their butts off, but have no kind of faith or relationship with God. So it's like... I'd rather have a not put together prayer and have a real relationship with God than have this, you know, beautiful, well-spoken prayer. And my relationship is just not there, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And like you said, we're not there to please others, even though it sounds nice. Like we're there to please God, you know, and have that conversation and, you know, be vulnerable and like, you know, ask him, ask him, the, you know, what you want. Delight thyself in the Lord and he will give you the de desires of your heart. Amen. Amen, sister. Oh, and I just want to clarify. I, the whole, I did not know how to finish a prayer with Jesus in Jesus name. This was when I was very young. This is not recent. So FYI. Oh, I didn't think it was. Okay. I was like, this was not recent guys. This was I didn't think it was like last week or anything like no. that. No. 
I mean, but bless my heart if if so, better late than never, you know. Yeah. yeah. So to say it doesn't matter. It doesn't. Um, but thank you ladies for joining in this conversation. I just love hearing all of your like instances like with prayer and Corinne, like, you know, you being like not new to like this faith, but like new to like praying in public and like being being comfortable with that. Um, because you pray beautifully. Um, if if it matters, you do. <laughs> and you do too, Jessica. Um, yeah. and I just want you guys to know that and you have no reason not to be comfortable praying, at least with us. So mm-hmm.